right as the credits were playing, am I, is it okay to talk about yeah. this? You, there was a, a, a name that was there, somebody that you thanked, uh, and you said uh, the name, and you said this is somebody that I always thank, and, and I know a little bit of your story, and it's part of why I think your perspective is so unique and so wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I asked if that was the person. So in code, what we're talking about, your best friend growing up was uh, a young man who had Tourette's. Correct? Yes. Uh, his name is Adam Seligman. Uh, he was my best friend uh, from about 11 uh, all the way uh, into my uh, early adulthood. And um, he was uh, very affected by his Tourette's. Uh, he was, um, uh, it was unmistakable. You would walk in, you know, he would walk into any place and he, you know, Tourette's syndrome can be, you know, very slight or it could, like a grunt mm -hmm. or, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit of a tick, you know, with the arm or something like that. Or uh, it can be very pronounced. And he, unfortunately, had a very pronounced case of Tourette's syndrome. And so he, his, uh, it manifested itself in, in terms of um, spitting, mm -hmm. uh, which is terribly antisocial. Right. Um, cursing. Uh, and uh, loud shouts and mm -hmm. violent jerks and mm -hmm. with his arms. Uh, it was very difficult for him. Yeah. And I met him when I was 11, mm -hmm. and um, we were both um, in uh, very interesting places in our life. Yeah. In our lives. Um, and we met in a sandbox, and um, I uh, went over to him and I just asked him what he was doing. He was trying to find some graphite in the sand. Uh -huh. And uh, he said, I'm trying to find graphite in the sand. And I said, oh, cool. So, um, you know, what's interesting about this is, you know, when I, when I became good friends with him, um, my parents said to me, why, yeah. why are you doing that? You well, know, why, and see, and I'm why, sitting here crying that's because right. that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, and, I'm thinking and, and who, who I, better, I have to get out the tissues, um, because I think that's one of the perspectives that you bring because as an 11-year-old, you saw him. Mm -hmm. You saw past all of that and saw him and decided that was somebody you wanted to be friends with. Right. That's somebody we need leading the charge. And, and what I tell my parents now is, well, you must have done something right. <laughs> Because um, here I was, an impressionable young 11-year-old who gravitated towards this very interesting person. And I saw what was interesting about him, and I gravitated towards that. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think the attraction for me was his intelligence. You know, and, and his, um, you know, he had a worldly view. He was very intelligent, uh, wildly intelligent. Uh, and at such a young age, he knew a lot of things that I didn't know. And I wanted to learn. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I was in a place in my life where I had a learning disability and, and I was not in a, in a good place in school. And I, all I wanted to be was smart. Mm -hmm. That's all I wanted to be. And, mm -hmm. and I, I really, it, it, we met at a perfect time because yeah. he wanted a friend. He didn't have any friends. Wow. And, and, uh, and it was very much like autism. I mean, he, he was in a place where he wanted a friend. He desperately wanted a friend, and he had no friends. Yeah. And, and I, I just, I didn't even think about his Tourette's. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. There were moments uh, in our relationship where it was difficult. Yeah. I mean, we'd go into a movie theater together, and um, we got thrown out of more movie theaters than I can count. <laughs> I mean, and, and, but he taught me. You know, and you, you ask, you know, why I thank him on, on things like this. And I thank him on things like this because 
I wouldn't be here with, without him. I, I would not be who I am today if it wasn't for Adam Seligman. And he single-handedly um, provided me with another view of the world. Uh, and um, the one thing that I can say that he, he gave me is, is patience and the ability to, um, the ability and the desire to educate instead of fly off the handle and get angry. Mm -hmm. Now, believe me, I, want, I, I, I do get angry. But um, I always look at, at, uh, at um, those situations when someone yells at, at you because of something your kid's doing, or I always try and find a way to educate people because that is what he did. He was amazing. He, he you know, we would walk into a situation where um, someone would, would I, I'll give you an example. So right after the LA riots, um, he had something, uh, with, with his Tourette's called coprolalia. Uh, coprolalia is where you basically mutter obscenities, and, and it's the thing you're most inhibited from saying. Mm -hmm. So after the Los Angeles riots, what do you think was the thing oh, he was most inhibited can, from saying? I can certainly guess. He would walk out I into the street and start screaming the N-word. And uh, there were some moments there that were really terrifying, and I remember a few where, where people wanted to kill him. Yeah. And he, with incredible bravery, talked these people down, and by the end of it, you know, was, you know, it, it was incredible. And he really taught me that it's important in life to educate people and to talk to people. And uh, as mad as they are, and as crazy as they seem, um, that the first thing you need to try and do is educate people. And, Amazing. you know, he was an incredible person, and, and, and it's unfortunate that um, we do live in a society where that kind of baggage takes its toll on you, yeah. and unfortunately, um, it was it was too much for him, and it was it was a very you know it was it was, it was difficult. And yeah. and we should say he's no longer with us. No, but, no. Uh, but his memory you, lives on. The, absolutely, and in all of your work, um, that absolutely. you carry that forward. All right. Absolutely.